GM, GM, friends and DJs, welcome to JPEGs, your one-stop show for the world of non-fungible tokens. My name is Mike Damazo and I'm hyped that you're here. On this episode, we have Olive Allen, a New York-based visual artist. She is a pioneer of the crypto art movement and has been creating in the NFT space since 2018. So, let's jump into it. So, welcome Olive Allen. My first question is, when did you first get into NFTs? Hey, thanks for having me. So uh, early 2018, yeah, that was about the time when they came into existence. Okay. Um, I heard about ERC721 at the conference. I think it was Singapore, if I'm not mistaken. I'm not so sure where. It feels like this knowledge was always with me. <laughs> Anyways, I heard about that standard and instantly I imagined that would be amazing for in-game assets. I hold a lot of in-game assets that I don't even own and can't really sell that easily. So it's just like a one-way street. And I was like, oh, that'd be amazing if I could actually like transfer them and sell them and do something with them. And I was like, oh, art, yes. And I've been an artist for quite a time professionally before hearing about NFTs. And I was like, oh, art as well, digital art. Yeah. I mean, nobody buys it right now. Like, oh, ERC721, like, yeah, it could make sense. Collectors could be finally interested. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, it's like my chance to get in. And I was like, I really have to go all in. And I trusted my intuition back then. And it's just like, hey, yeah, I mean. When you mentioned conference for the listeners, which specific conference was it? ETH, the Ethereum conference? Do you remember by any chance? I was like, God, that was so long ago. <laughs> that was so long ago. Like, <laughs> oh my God, I actually should look it up. And thought, I think it was really, really a random conference. It was like, I mean, all career. Like, I have to really look it up because mm-hmm. I went to a bunch of conferences while I traveled in Asia. So I cannot pinpoint which one was that because they kind of blurred in and won, mm-hmm. unfortunately. And I went to so many conferences, like, in Santa oh, like, But I really have to look that up because that's an important piece of information for sure. Yeah, that's pretty cool that you knew specifically in a conference that it was at ERC 721 and... That's similar to my start with ETH was 2017. I went to a sex startup conference in San Diego. And I was like, what's Ethereum? And just did my research. And there right, right, right. It was briefly mentioned. I was like, ERC721 is a new standard. It's going to be great. And I'm like, what? What is that? And I Googled, okay, nothing. And I think I asked around and I got my answer. And I, I, yeah, that's how I found out. I did my own research. Yes, the most important thing. Oh, that's- yes, yes. People forget about it a lot. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's how, that's why people ape nowadays. Sure, uh, they just like follow, like herd immunity of some sort, right? They look, okay, someone did my research for me. Thanks. You as an artist, like finding that out or learning about ERC721 just really clicked. Was there any other artist that kind of was at the same timeline? was with you and you were like, oh yeah, like I could imagine how small the crypto art scene must have been. Right. I was never part of the crypto art scene. I would definitely separate NFTs from crypto art scene, crypto art movement, because they're very, very separate. Crypto art didn't quite need NFTs. You know, I existed way before and it was that like a little like subculture of like, rebellious souls that just like yes. 
you know, we're selling art outside of the conferences and the used currency as the subject matter and rare papes, you yeah. know, that, like the early robness, early X copy. I mean, those Tumblr rejects, not rejects, yeah. you know, Tumblr artists that like little small gang that formed super rare. I was never part of it, to be honest. And I always saw NFTs as more of like more commercial, you know, tech. And I started in space because I believe that mass market is always a market to go for as an entrepreneur, technologist. And that's something VCs would be interested in art because it's always been a niche. It's where it started, but, you know, it's going to go to brands and um, gaming and all of that because retail, I mean, it always wins at the end of the day, especially nowadays in age. Nice. So, yeah, I, so gaming, brands, yeah. I love that you saw it like gaming was the one that clicked, which is like, that's the potential and the growth is there. That's how we're going to be able to scale with NFTs. For sure. Uh, for for sure, sure. You know, so initial conference, why did you get into like ERC 721? And like, what was your first mint? That's my first mint. CryptoKitties, but they were not exactly like NFTs back then. I don't know. Something else. That- I mean, just one in, I, think I didn't mean it's like a bought one, whatever that means. Uh, in late 2017, you know, when the ICO boom was happening, I was like one of those people who <laughs> jumped on the hype. And I'm like, oh my God, like what? Somebody sell yeah. for how much? Like, I like buy one. Yeah, I still got one in one of my old wallets. So. Right, oh, probably yeah. gonna be there one, one day, one day. <laughs> one day it'll be valuable. <laughs> right, right. Okay, yeah. I forgot about the key. So funny. Yeah, and a lot of my friends were starting startups in the blockchain space somewhere like summer of 2017, and I was like, mm. "What are you guys doing? Like, should I get in? Should I buy some tokens? And I bought some tokens, whatever. I didn't sell them in time. Not gonna lie, my lessons." And yeah, yeah so funny. Right? And, I, and I've seen those communities and I've seen all of this action that is happening right now. So like I've been through all of this before, which is interesting. And yeah. It makes me think about that quote, history doesn't repeat itself, but it often rhymes. Yes, yes, that's true, 100%. So sure. there's definitely some things from 2017 as someone that paid attention and was there. I was more of a visitor, like buying ETH. Every time I had every paycheck, I'd buy ETH. And I'd well, see smart. Like, you didn't buy yeah. coin, shit coin. <laughs> uh, I saw the ICO and I just remember like, oh, someone's messaging me about some Airbnb ICO. And I was like, uh, it sounds really cool, but gut instinct <laughs> right, <laughs> was right. like, no, 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 not ICO. I'm okay. And I didn't get any crypto kitties. I remember them being a standout and neon district from coin artists. And I was just like, Oh my gosh. Like I looked at the art and I was like, Oh, this is really cool. Yeah. So what would you say some of the commonalities with 2017 to recurring state? <laughs> Sorry. That's a deep one. <laughs> that's a deep one. Of course. There are a lot to be honest with the currency market and NFC markets. They're a bit separate. They're sort of competing with one another in a sense. Now, whenever Ethereum is down and if it's up, it's sort of like, hey, <laughs> yeah. it's so funny. Like you can really trace it like down to a dot. As soon as Ethereum goes up and it's just going down, this is just like an endless cycle. 
Yeah. It's like NFTs are competing with the currency. <laughs> they were created on. It's really fascinating. I guess the same is happening with Solana as well. I'm mm-hmm. not sure. But yeah, that is the case. And whatever airdrops are happening, like pieces breaking up. That, that's the kind of <laughs> cycle, never ending. Another thing is communities. There are so many like new people coming in like this year, like a few months ago, and they're like, oh, like, we're part of a community. It's all about the community. We're all going to make it. I mean, that toxic positivity of the space, I understand in some way it is necessary because more people um, getting in. I don't like talk about like negative things. It's pointless for everybody involved. <laughs> really, really doesn't make any sense. Yeah, but also it can get too much, right? Like, I mean, we're not all going to make it. Let's be real. It's mathematically impossible, right? Yeah, yeah. But a lot of people will. And I'm hopeful for sure. A lot of people will. If you are doing your own research, if you're not just like following the herd, which is kind of useful at some point. But, mm-hmm. you know, in many, many ways, you like really have to... Yeah, think for yourself, which is difficult, right? Getting all this noise is like, how do you think? Yeah, it's something I... My thoughts, I even like a product of my Twitter feed. (laughs) Is anything real? Yeah, it's kind of crazy right now just to see all the noise. And I have to almost step back away from it and think like, okay, what is my decision without even looking at Twitter or like, you know, the different voices you know, you have to be true to yourself and really know how to trust your instinct. No, uh, for sure. 100%. Like alpha is actually, it means your intuition or information gathered, uh, you know, exactly, like, you know, gathered somehow. That's now so what true. alpha truly means is doesn't like if some dude told me, you know, yeah. uh, not necessarily. Sometimes, sometimes it works, but a lot of times it's not really. Yeah. And then right now with, NFT art and just artists in general. Who are some of like your favorite artists and collectors in this space? Oh my god, it's so difficult. People like faces always change. And what is NFT art? NFT art is just art. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I, I'm sorry. I don't want to separate. Like... I want to divide it. And I myself don't like when I'm called NFT artists. Okay. Artists. It's like okay, I just make art. Sometimes it's an NFT. Sometimes it's a physical piece. True. Like, true. It's like a medium. It's like you don't say it's like a browser art or like yeah. <laughs> paintbrush art. <laughs> right. Or like That's so true. I my apologies and everything. Yeah. But one of my favorites, I really like Matt Kane. His latest pieces, The Gazers, were amazing. It's very, very well thought out and well executed project. I don't want to call it project because <laughs> it's not exactly project in a sense. Like cute penguins and wearing sombreros. No, it's much more and much more interesting. It's a truly generative art. I think like he's one of uh, my favorite artists because he's been on it forever. Not like a lot of posers coming in and be like, oh, generative art like looks kind of easy. Like I'll do it. Like okay, give me, <laughs> give me ten minutes. Say no more. Yeah. You know? Well, like yeah, I generated art. Like say no more. <laughs> Here yeah. you go. Day later, go. there's a collection. Boom. Oh my gosh. Yeah, you know? I know. Those people are like freaking posers. I think Matt is like one of the most real ones. He's been doing it like literally forever, and like the level of detail is just incredible. Who else is my favorite NFT NFT artist? I like Xcopy. I liked him even before him them. Even before they blew up, mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I like the humor. I like the metaverse. <laughs> <laughs> I never bought one. I mean, I wish, but whatever. I'm not a petty flipper. I probably wouldn't flip. I would flip. But anyway, so else, there are so many, so many good ones. Like, whenever you want to mention someone, and you're like, oh, you're blanking out. It's really crazy to think about, oh. like, the things that I've seen, like, with artists and their collectors and their DMs. Like, I've saw, was it Billy? I can't remember his name right now. But it was like an artist, like, oh, Chris, stop making new art. Like, I was like, dude, as a collector, like, I like that art. Like, I don't expect anything from anyone. And if anything, I get inspired from it. Yours, Kenny, NFTism and all that. Like, I actually ended up picking up an iPad, buying Procreate, and I was just like drawing. And I think that was one of the like positives that no one really mentions. And it's not even like, oh, now I'm an artist. Here's my stuff. Like, no, it was pretty awesome to just be in it for the art, you know, and be inspired by people's art. 100%. That's how early days have been, right? Like, Mm -hmm. and I feel like a lot of, you know, Apple iPad sales spiked up. Yeah. (laughs) NFT craze, uh, for sure. I want to see the data, I'm sure. That's one thing nobody thought about, huh? <laughs> right, how many, right. How many people learned Procreate or Blender and all that because of yeah. this, you know? For sure. Like, yeah, it's incredible. And I'm so happy to hear that. I think that's the power of art. Um, everybody can be creative and everybody can create art. And they don't, have, they don't have to mint it or call it art. Or like they can mint, it doesn't matter. Like, yeah, and as long as it makes you happy and you're having fun, that Mm -hmm. matters. As soon as you stop making fun, it's time to reevaluate. That's what I'm going through right now, actually. I'm like, okay, like I'm getting to that professional level, but like Mm -hmm. I stop having fun and I'm like, I have those, all those constraints suddenly and all the people at work and all of that and all of the emails, like, and like so much responsibility. So like, Oh. oh, what the fuck? Where did the fun go? <laughs> yeah. Well, it's not fun. We're here to support you. Take your time. I think you just probably need a trip somewhere, you know, COVID and everything. Yes, 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 yes. <laughs> uh, funny enough, I'm going to on a trip for, uh, in a few days. Not nice. a few days for sure. Nice. Yeah, no, not for sure. People are always like, oh, metaverse, this metaverse, that. Like, well, no, we need to travel IRL in order to gain new experiences to inspire our art, you know? So, 100%, 100%. Like, it's easy to get stuck in your own head and lose the perspective. You do need a fresh outlook and perspective to be successful in this space long term. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like you can't be always on for years. It's impossible. You have to have like downtimes and ups and downs. They are healthy. It, those times will like help you to survive long term. And yeah. that's the goal. That's the name of the game. You have to survive long term and then you will make money. That's the yeah. only way. That's you true. Know? That's true. It's just time. imagine. Can you imagine someone being active since 2017? Just super like active like toxic positivity 2017 to 2022 like i don't think that's sustainable <laughs> like i'd be worried about the person's mental health for um, sure for sure i don't know like yeah <laughs> mental health is out of the window for many people like yeah. for sure it's, it's impossible like how can you be always on mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I started. Like, I want to be that person. I want to be a robot. Seriously. It must be nice. Yeah. I need to know the secret. I started meditating again because I haven't in a while. And I was like, okay, the space is a lot. Like I need to recenter myself. So that was one of the things I think I learned from Cooper, Cooper's interview and the Bankless podcast. So okay. my question is, what was your biggest miss and I guess lesson learned in this space? And what was one of your favorite NFTs you've collected? Oh my God, my biggest miss. I have so many, to be honest. Like I've heard about a bunch of projects, but I did not take action. Mm-hmm. Well, the lesson learned when you hear about something, take action. You know, you're not going to lose that much at the end of the day. But if there's a chance of gaining or winning, why not? Like, just say, fuck it. Do it. Maybe I don't spend everything you've got, but allocate a small portion. Be it mm-hmm. a coin or a collectible. But buy it early, not when the floor is already like 10 E. <laughs> Probably. <Yeah. laughs> I don't know. It's not exactly a gamble. It's a dangerous game. So that will like cause a lot more anxiety that's... I mean, way more anxiety than profit. You know, yeah. I missed out on punks. I missed out on a lot of things. I mean, I never thought punks were cool or even like, I don't know. I mean, they were interesting from a technological standpoint as the first 10K collection. Yeah, the, that makes sense. But it's just like now I had an impulse to buy them or get them when they were available and I've heard about them. So I kept consistent to my belief. I love it. I should have been more open-minded, but whatever. I don't feel bad about it. What else I missed out on? Yeah, like various collections. No, when I heard about them, I didn't do anything. And then like, so late, like, oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. Or it's like, even like two ETH on my camera, I'm not going to buy it right now. But that's okay. That's part of life. Like nobody like did 100%. Of course, you missed out on something, but you win with something else. Right, that's balance, and you should not like beat yourself up like for selling too soon, like not buying. But like, no, I think we should just take more chances, you know, and be open minded. If you hear yeah. about something as a person, why? Why do you think that? And if the argument's reasonable, you're like, okay, sure, I'll buy one. Yeah. Yeah. And what was your best one or best like collection or drop that you were like, oh wow, like I like this for a Yacht Club? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> <laughs> I never like board yep. I mean yacht club. I mean I never like the art. I never like the community. It's just like I got the meet an ape, just whatever. And I sold it like two X, nothing special really. Mm. And I should have waited, but whatever. I just didn't value it at all. I just couldn't see how it's sustainable value. I just fucking couldn't see it. Yeah. I think it's just like a latest fad, you know, it's a very passing. You know, I mean, they got released back in April. Mm-hmm. You know, it's only been how, like seven, eight months. It's- yeah, its growth is insane. <laughs> it's like... Right, right. It's like, I feel like that's how it is. It's a trend. And yeah, you either buy a trend, like in the beginning, like you said, the trend, or you just, you know, buy something you love, either mm-hmm. or. But I think that what board apes and punks and whatever show us is that collectibles will have nft collectibles nft enabled collectibles um, mm-hmm. it will have sort of like that like forever like life like life shelf whatever whatever you call it but there will be different collections there will be different trends each and every time 
and they will change very, very fast. And that's okay. I don't think there will be like a collectible that that's valuable forever. No, there won't be such a thing because that's not how our society operates and collectibles are reflecting it. Very, very, yeah, very well, perfectly well. In fact, I mean, all the social media operates on trends, like fashion, everything is very cyclical. Yes. Every world. And if this is so mainstream, it's so close to society and average humans. So it also operates on trends. And I think like a lot of collections will be like going in and out of trends. True. Right? True, like true. We're seeing right now, people are like punks are invincible, but the floor just dropped like like that. Yeah. And, and people look, oh, Oh, yeah. oh my, what is going on <laughs> and that's, yeah that's the true. trend is down and like our blocks as well people thought they were just invincible if i mean our blogs is it i'm set for life it's not true um yeah. they're down, right they're a new trend they're probably going to be ai enabled art it's going to be also like pump and dump yeah and there's a cycle yeah, that's how it is i mean there's beauty in it it's it's like everything right now. That's true. I, I love that you said there's beauty in it. I was just thinking of the cherry blossoms, like, you know, for like the small amount of time, like people like really gather to watch it. And then it's like, it's done. It's done. It's over. Yeah. Yeah. Over, yeah. And like, I mean, people get bored easily these days. Attention span is five seconds, right? Yeah. yeah that's so true. I can't imagine people being excited about bored apes forever or even a year. Like, how is that even possible? Like, no. Yeah, we have to see how, obviously, everybody uses CryptoPunks as, like, the baseline. So if we think about that, like, 2017 to 2021, like, can the BAYC community keep up with that timeline, you know? That's the real question is not necessarily the floor. Like, can you go past, I don't know, three years or whatever the case is? No, for sure. That's a great question. And it's okay if not. You yeah. know, NFTs are not meant to be that they're not currency that don't have to hold value, right? They are not even art necessarily, right? Yeah. Which is very, very different from collectible market. Yes, yes, that's true. So what is your one-year prediction for NFTs? A one-year prediction? So definitely a lot of the collections we are seeing right now will be off trend, will won't be like as valuable. Of course, certain as depending on the what trend is um, prevalent back then, what narrative and what story, we don't know what's the status of the market will be. Um, I think it's going to be a bear market. I'm anticipating that for sure. A year after now, yeah, I think like six or eight more months, there will be a bull market in the currency market. Yeah, we're then, almost due. We almost do, right? Like I'm just like counting days, like literally. I thought it was going to happen in December or November, but no, it's apparently a super cycle, whatever they call it. But um, <laughs> I'm very, very bullish. So after that, uh, we'll pass. I don't know how many players will stay. Um, yeah, I'm sure NFTs will still be trending. I'm sure it's, a, it's not very seasonal thing. I think it's all year round, but they're going to be different NFTs. Mm-hmm. I, I think my, like right after the bear market comes to the currency market, NFTs might go up. Mm-hmm. everything i mean when things go up everything goes up and yeah. then there will be like some new collections some new games will come out some new metaverse bullshit. Yeah, land. there will be new trends there will be like a new player so yeah for, for sure there will be new players a lot of people you know right now will make money take their bags and just disappear 
Mm. Like it always happens in crypto. Like, I, yeah, like yeah. I'm I went to ask you about that. Since 2017, how many people do you see that still here? Barely um, anyone. As, Seriously. Yeah, I definitely want to be one of the ones that's like still building, you know. And that's why I was oh, like, sure. I, I make sure I pay, you know, pay my respects to the people that's been here and learn from them, such as yourself. So. Yeah. Thank you, thank you, appreciate it. Uh, so basically, ten percent of the people. Wow. Like ten, fifteen, yeah, like eighty-five percent of the people I talked to and I knew, they just gone. Yeah, I know that I'm thinking they're just vanished. That's so. Crazy. I mean, like okay, thirty percent to forty percent just vanished completely. You don't mm-hmm. hear about that at all. Sometimes people like come in and out, whatever their money to the mates very quick at the end, you know, whatever, what's up. Yeah, and, uh, like I'm me from 17, like I, and they disappear as quickly again. Yeah. And there's some percent who are builders who have been in the space forever and they're still there, but it's a small percentage, always is. Gotcha. And gotcha. there's always new people. There's always it's- something <laughs> new. always something new. It's like an inevitable. There should be because our attention span, like there are new people, there are new blood, there are fresh ideas. It's like so in and out. That's how life is, right? Yeah. As we were talking about somebody new, how would you advise them or how would you enter the space now if you were brand new, did not know anything, did not have your knowledge from 2017? Right. Like do your own research. Yeah. Take calculated risks. Oh. Yes. Of course, you have to like really justify why you're doing something. You know, it's not exactly gambling, even though it seems like it. Yeah, of course, you can get lucky in a casino as well, right? But you have to know when to walk away. So in the crypto space, you have to know when to take profit. And you have to take chances. You really have to be in to win. You can't be just like buy one or two collectibles and be like, okay. So when <laughs> we're here. I'm done. Right, you get lucky, but it's not. It's just volume. It's pure volume. I mean, you get more airdrops, you get more opportunities. It's just like, for sure, well, you lose more, but you can win more. Mm-hmm. So one of those things. And yeah, someone gave me an advice. I don't know, like at the casino party, themed party this year, I took it a bit more seriously than I should perhaps. Like the less you bet, the more you lose. Ooh. You know, it's, yeah. it's like interesting. So if you're like bad small chips at like any table, like, I don't know. I, I don't like the casino reference, but whatever. I'm not so saying gambling's good. Like gambling's bad kids don't do that. So you kind of like, kind of give them all away with certain rounds and you have nothing left, right? Yeah. You have to like take risks and like bet more. That way you win more. You That's... know, if you like put small bets, you don't win that much. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's not going to cover your losses. Yeah. And it is interesting thought. You're not yeah. learning of like why you made your decision. You know, if you're just like, oh, like I'm not going to make that bet. Well, you're taking the opportunity to experience something. And why did you take that bet? You know, there's always a learning experience to it. No, for sure. For sure. 100%. And you also, in crypto, it's like you have to time things. You have to... I don't know. It's not just like taking a bet. Okay, you took a bet. You bought something or you like bought a coin. But like if you didn't take profits, it's like, okay, it's on you. You have to like, it's impossible to try time it right. Nobody gets it right each and every mm-hmm. time. But yeah, with every time you sort of bettered it. Nice, nice. Yeah. I'll have to keep that one in mind. 
I appreciate that one. Is there anything else you would like to share to the listeners? Anything else? Any upcoming drops, new projects you're up to? Right. I'm working on a solo show. Oh, yes. Yes. My uh, one-on-ones are sold. I'm going to offer some museum shows, but I cannot disclose right now because no worries. So Do we have the date? End of April. End of April. Okay. Right. Right. The announcement is coming soon. So that's my main work is I'm sort of, yeah, going deeper into my practice. No more upcoming drops under my real name. I'll let you think about that. <laughs> and I'll be burning the sheeples. I have some unsold left or the one I didn't put on sale. I'll be burning them. Okay. To reduce my inventory. So I think there are too many sheeples. There should be less. And yeah. I was thinking that's collection is it's a metaphor in its own. So I'll be burning them as soon as the gas price will be done. So awesome, awesome. Well, thank you again for being able to make this time for the interview. I appreciate you. And where can people find you? My Twitter, I am Olive Allen. My Instagram, Olive underscore Allen. And yeah, my website, if you want to check it out, is oliveallen.com. Awesome. Well, have a great rest of your day. Thank you so much. Appreciate it. Thank you.